Welcome to the latest edition of the Progress with Unity podcast. Uh, we're here this evening feeling rather happy after a successful week on the uh, on the playing field. Um, and we're going to discuss everything that's happened. And we've got transfers to look forward to as well. Anyway, Barry's here and to my left I have Dan. How are you doing, Dan? Alright, Barry. May I say fantastic it is to have you back this week? Well, I was here last week but I just... Uh, I was indisposed, shall we say, last yes. week, weren't I? I was, yeah. All right, Rob. Yes, uh, very well, thank you. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Got an outlandish rumour for us in a little while, haven't yeah, you? It's, uh, outlandish. And by the sound of the podcast, it's the airways. It'll, we'll all know if it's true or not. Probably mm. will. We'll wait and see. It's a risky one. And Gareth, how are you doing, Gareth? I'm fine. Cheer up. I'm feeling an awful lot more positive <laughs> than I was this time last week. I bet you are. I bet you are. Paul, are you alright? Yeah, I'm Made it back this week. Barry. Yeah. Yeah, I'm uh, yeah, back this week. Off babysitting duties. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Greg? Hello, Barry. Oh, I am, yeah. Mm. How's things? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Uh, Greg's got a room he can't sell us, so we're going to keep leaving it there. <laughs> I can we'll, tell you. We're going to leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> So oh, anyway, right, we're all happy, we're all buzzing. Um, Macclesfield, I went. I'm not mentioning the game, but I just absolutely loved the experience. I thought it was fantastic. Back to the old days, roughed it. I mean, so I was thinking today, actually, I've I, I wrote this for a little piece that's going in the in the, in the paper on Friday, that uh, it was a trip down memory lane for the older supporters, but for the 25s and under, it's it's looking at things from the different perspective, isn't it? They've never seen. Stadia like that where we played, you know, we used to play week in, week out, so I think it was a fantastic experience. And I know you were there, Dan, so what did you make of it? What did you make of the game, first of all? I don't think the game's worth mentioning, to be honest with you. Well, not after the first 30 minutes, anyway. We were pretty bad, to the point where I can't remember anything, although I don't know if that was due to the fact that I was completely crushed at half time going to the toilet right well we'll not talk about it again because I want to talk about something else with you actually from Saturday and it was uh, something that I'd noticed that you put on your blog site which is Jesus was a winner so I'll give yes, you a plug free there. plug it was things heard at Macclesfield yes and it was quite a good little article yeah but you actually missed something out uh-huh. you missed you, did you mention about uh, you going to hell <laughs> you just put Jesus you're going to hell you did yeah <laughs> But you missed a classic, and I thought it, it was a brilliantly thought out Callum McManaman chant. Which was Callum McManaman, Callum <laughs> McManaman. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it just went on and on. Top know. of the Pops stuff. Top of the Pops, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Did you hear anything else? I'll tell you what, did you see? Did you notice the pies? Did you get a pie? I did not. A pie was £2.80. Yeah. But it was rubbed out. So obviously it had been put up because Wiganers were in town. The price had been inflated. Ah, uh, well, all the hot dogs sold out apparently. Yeah, well, they got what they deserved anyway. Rob, did you go? I did. Yes, I know you did because I saw you yes. outside the toilets. Yes, <laughs> hanging around with that, <laughs> hanging about with nothing. Many dodgy toilets. <laughs> well, the rest of us weren't there. Yeah, you, you were. Yeah, you were. You were in. Oh yeah. <laughs> I saw Greg. He'd been drinking heavily. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God as well. I thought, yeah. Yeah. So, what did you think of the? Uh, uh, what do you think of the day? For the sure? day, well, brilliant, and it's. Uh, I think we'd soon get bored going to places like that all the time, like we do. We more a bit going to Old Trafford, don't we? Now, from yeah. time to time. But yeah, great day. Good for the fans to experience that. Cheap ticket prices, not fair to go. 
uh, fair play to all the fans getting there because yeah. it was uh, we had a lot of snow Friday night and off some people would have had issues getting down uh, good atmosphere what do you make of the brass band? They weren't much caught, were they? No. <laughs> they, they, weren't, they weren't my cup of tea. Did I get it right? Did they announce them as the Bolton Brass Band? Or I didn't I quite hear that. I mean, I would have been booing them if I well, heard that. <laughs> I'm sure they got some boos originally, and then uh, we seemed to get behind them a little bit. Yeah. Uh, the game wasn't much caught, was it? I thought, first 20 minutes, I thought Callum McManaman looked like he had the beating all day longer, the full back, but that soon seemed to get sorted out. It was very lacklustre and it was a chance missed for them on the fringe of the squad, really. Yeah. I thought you'd think they'd put, you know, put themselves in with a good shape for starting in Premier League, which I know Golliver's done. Probably him, him and Figueroa were the only two what stood out for me. Well, the, the standout player for me was the number seven. Mm. Macreth, I think his name Macreth. was. Macreth. Macreth, mm. a great little player he looks, yeah. Gareth? Did you see it? So sadly, last Saturday I was working, so oh. I've only seen the little bits yeah. of the FA highlights. Um, penalty? Do you see the penalty decision that we got? Uh, mm. Mm. Penalty, won't it? Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe, yeah. Yeah, no penalty. Did you see no penalty. What they didn't get, I didn't see. I, it, was, it was at the other end from where we were stood. So I, I've not seen the replay, but uh, <clears throat> I don't know. If it was or it wasn't. I thought they had two, one was stronger than the other. But you could you could understand that one being given looking at the replay because he. I I think the thing is Golubar is running behind him and the bloke stops and he's got nowhere to go other than to barge into him. So you can quite easily say well he barged into me, knocked him over, or you can say well he had nowhere to go and you know, your guy was causing an obstruction. Yeah. Therefore, you know you can quite easily see. Ref tech in the middle ground saying, just get on with it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as as for the game, FA Cup games against lower league opposition are like paying bills. Nobody's, you, know, you can pay them early, you can pay some more, nobody's ever going to be impressed. The only thing you can do is get on with it, do what you need to do and come away still in the act. That's exactly what we did. Oh, we're in the act. We're in the act, Greg. Yes, yeah, the most important thing. We're on television as well, next We're on telly, yeah. <laughs> they were listening yeah. to us last week when we were complaining. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll admit I'm a bit surprised myself. I thought because I've seen that. The eight, so I couldn't. Mm. But I thought the Macclesfield should have been on television. But yeah, we're st- only downside is that makes it a Sunday now, which I don't think. <laughs> I think for mm-hmm. all those who want in another day session. Yeah. Well, not so bad if it's Huddersfield because it's only 40 yeah. minutes away, isn't it? But if, we, if it's trailing away to Leicester, it's yeah. yeah. But anyway, like Paul says, yes, most important thing is they're in the heart. I thought they mm. weren't impressive whatsoever. Um, I thought Macclesfield were the better side. They absolutely battered us and really did themselves proud. Um, but yeah, we're in the heart, that's the main thing. And everyone had a good day out, so I'll take it. <laughs> right, so we're all agreed. It's. Uh, we did well to get through. Yeah. Uh, so we did play the best. It's the result that matters in the cup, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, I know Gareth's not a fan of the cup these days. No, no. But I've checked the odds for the FA Cup today. I thought you might be interested yeah. because Wigan are going to be the shortest price probably they've ever been in the FA Cup. Absolutely. And they're currently forty to one to win it. Get a quid on the it. Shortest price we've ever been. Manchester City and Manchester United are five to two joint favourites. Mm-hmm. With Chelsea, Arsenal, Everton, and then Wigan are the next price team. Oh, brilliant. Brilliant. Four so, of them drawing each other. Yeah. Knock each other out. 
Did you mention Arsenal then? Yeah, Arsenal were 11 to 2, fourth favourites. Interesting question for you. At what point does Martinez start taking the cup seriously? We always take it seriously. Taking it seriously. <laughs> <laughs> when I say seriously, I mean, at what point would he start playing his first team players? It becomes just as important as the league. He's already been playing first team Semi-final. players. Semi-final. Yeah. Okay, okay. Squad, 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 squad. I think he picks a team what he thinks will win the game, and I think mm-hmm. he's done that in all the previous rings, and I think he'll find the same at the Leicester. He's not, I don't think he'll put, he'll not going to put that team out. Narrowly won at Macclesfield because we'll get we'll get the floor wiped with us. Mm. Well, it's quarter of a million at stake now, isn't it? Yeah. To progress to the next round. <coughs> well, it's more than that. It's three hundred and odd thousand. Yeah. So that's a bit of prize money, you know. So. I, th- I think we'll see an improved defence and one of the James is maybe thrown in, but I think yeah. it'll be a similar. I think probably Carl Mackle will start again. Well, yeah, I think it'll be. I don't think we'll go all out and put a full Premier League side in the next round, but you know. Probably we've got this far without him, so yeah, they might have one or two on the Somehow, bench. Somehow, well, these yeah. these are players that are pushing for spots in that Premier League side. Therefore, they, they, you know, the idea is that they're good enough to to play in a cup game. Well, win, wins all we want, but you know, we say no. Why are we playing this? Why are we playing this player? Why are we playing this player? Roman Golovar wouldn't have started yesterday's Absolutely. game if he hadn't impressed yeah. in the cup. And yeah. while he was a bit shaky to start off, but there was one or two misses. I thought he was really solid for most of yesterday's yeah, game. Yeah. Um, so that's one of the good things to come out of the cup this season. Apart from penalties, we're undefeated in the cup this season. Apart mm. from winning some penalties, yeah, and we've not conceded a goal in the fair cup. Yeah. <laughs> Apart from Bournemouth, at all. Oh yeah, sorry. That absolute <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Rob, we've not we've not, that's stopping in, you know. Well, we've not conceded a goal inside the box. Scored inside <laughs> the box. Was <laughs> 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 that from inside the box? No, it was eight. So no, it was on the edge, wasn't it? Yeah. Left us on the edge, didn't it? Bloody yeah. <laughs> anyway. Right. Anyway, so that was, uh, that's Macclesfield done and dusted. We, we brushed them aside nicely. Oh, you know, got past them. Got a good draw. Winnable draw. Uh, close to finals looming. Bit of a cut run. Gets me all buzzing again. Spurts are high. Well, this is where the magic, you know, you were saying about the magic in the early rounds. You know, there was clearly there was a bit going on on Saturday with it being a small ground and, and a lot of people descending on it. Now you start getting the magic because you start getting close. Yeah, well, I thought Macclesfield themselves made it, made it magical mm. because they kept referring to this as the biggest day in their history because mm-hmm. we were in town and, it was, and they were mm. saying this, Gareth, over the loudspeakers and yeah. I was like, I couldn't believe it. I thought, I'm a dream in this. And thank you for being part of this historic moment. And I thought Macclesfield Club was were, were fantastic hosts and it was really yeah. helpful and it, it was a brilliant day. Mm. The, the people yes. as well, like before the game, after the game. The stewarding was. was brilliant. Yeah. I mean, there was one or two issues, weren't there, with the floors and what oh, have you. The pillars. Yeah. yeah, but but the stewarding they took care of it in, in, in a really good manner. Yeah, they didn't create any fusses. They didn't go steaming in like they did at Bolton a couple of seasons back. And it was angry. To get well. to get the game on as well. I know they didn't have as much snow as we did, but they still had to do a lot of work yeah. to get that pitch sorted because they called yeah. off the Tuesday game before it. Um, and it was a lot colder on Friday night than it was the Monday night, so I think they well, deserve a lot of credit for that. They've obviously worked hard to get it sorted for us. Yeah, yeah they've done a lot of prep work as well, haven't they? So it wasn't just the Friday night no. and Saturday morning, they did prep the situation. I know the team, of course, thought they were brilliant. Yeah. yeah. So, we come out, come off that, get the draw, we're all buzzing, so we're looking forward to stuff on Tuesday. And uh, look at the team, one or two surprise inclusions, there. well, for me anyway. I did, I, I, I didn't think Golubart was going to start, but whether he deserves it or not is a different matter, but I just didn't think he was going to start. And he was in there, and Roger Espinosa got a start as well, which again, I, I, I didn't see coming. 
even though he's you know he's got his energy and what have you. And then that first half, Dan. <laughs> what did you make oh, of that? Oh, that first half. It was much of a continuation of the second half against Macclesfield, really, wasn't it? Pretty poor. Stuck with a marginally better side, but they weren't that great. We just didn't turn up for the whole of the half. Didn't turn up, we didn't. Uh, have they got a goal, Rob? Yeah, uh, what, their goal? No, their goal. They're, oh, their yeah, goal. They got goal. A goal. We, don't to, we don't want to dwell on that. I mean, it was a, it was a bit unlucky. Well, it's, um, a bit of it weren't a convincing header from Borsy's when it's come in the box and it's hit McCarthy sort on the back of mm. his head and sat up perfect for Sharkross. There was an element to look in it, but again, I, f- I think we should have dealt with that better. I'm not convinced about yeah. Borsy's header. No, because he, he, he was he was clear once he was on his own. Yeah. Though, he had, he had there was no there was no real pressure on him. I don't think he's. He, well, he wants a free kick. I didn't think in the first place, though. You know, they, they the goal came from a, a dead ball situation. That's it. That's what they, is we know the uh, they'll go down anywhere around the halfway line and just in our uh, Walters is like I said pre-record that he's the biggest cheat in the Premier League, oh. yeah. and that's what they, they look to do, don't they? They'll get the ball well, in the box. Uh, they get in their training session, don't they? Back in, back in, back in, fall over. Yeah. yeah. Shout for the free kick. Well, Steve Bruce once said, the good end easier than my daughter. <laughs> no, I don't know what he meant by that. <laughs> but I, I do understand where he's coming from with Stokes, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what did you make of the game, Gareth? Last night? Well, after the Stoke second goal, the Wigan revival <laughs> was superb, but the Stoke second goal was a bad goal to give away again for me. I mean, Charlie Adam, how far did he go? Unchallenged. And Ali did it again, cushioned it perfectly for Crouch for me. Well, he should be knocking them over. Figure didn't react in time either, did he? He no, caught figure flat footed. I think he did that. Was it at Newcastle where he cushioned it perfectly yeah, it was, for, yeah. for the, for the on-run? It was a couple of times this season, I'd say. So, so it was a bad goal, but then again, what happened afterwards was, was yeah. well, superb. So, I mean, thinking about that goal again, as, as, as Adam is running with the ball, Carwell's backing off, but there's a midfielder behind Adam trying to get to him, and he, he just. Well, it was like he had lead in his boots and he just couldn't catch him up and you know James and then, McCarthy wasn't was it James he McCarthy was just out of position right. wasn't he came, came yeah. back he'd gone too far forward I think yeah I had a, I had a theory you know Espinosa gave the ball away didn't he and I, I had a I had a theory on why he, he did that because he, if you look at the replay if he's not looking properly over there and he's only sort of half looking because he's looking down at the ball he's passed to the ref because the ref's got black socks and black shorts on and, I, and I, I think he's seen the Stoke player. Uh, yeah, he's seen the Stoke players, uh, and, and sort of seen somebody wearing the right bottom half of the kit and, and attempted to pass to him. Yeah, he, went, he went down claiming a penalty as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I think yeah. he, I think he was looking for something. Yeah, yeah. I, know, I know we can whinge about this what he's doing it, but I think he was guilty of doing that that time. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that was the start of the comeback, though. Though, goal, wasn't it, Paul? Yeah, that was our oh. comeback. You were there last night, weren't you? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, there was periods of sublime football from us after that. Um, there was there was one particular period where it was it was just knock it about, and um, I said to Ian who I was there with, I said, if we score at the end of this, you're talking sort of like goal of the season type stuff because the way we just we just mm. possession knock it about possession knock it about, um, and it, it was it was absolutely brilliant. You know, they were getting booed because they couldn't get a, they weren't putting challenges, but they couldn't get near it at that point. No, I mean you're a big fan of Stoke, aren't you, Greg? <laughs> <laughs> I've, uh, I don't like the, the going to ground the easy way, but I think they've got a, 
a method of play that's very effective and we found that out the first half. However, I think we showed that if you play our way effectively, it completely cancels out anything they want to do and we mm. absolutely mm, just battered them in that yeah. second half. Well, Pulis, he ended up taking the two midfielders yeah. off, didn't he? And, and I don't know what formation they ended up playing, but it, it, you know... It was a 4-0... But, yeah, it ended up possession stats were amazing. I mean, the, for an away side, it was thirty-seven percent, sixty-three in our favour. Was it really? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, it was it's quite in their favour in the first half as well. Ah, I'd like yeah. to know what it was. Just is it, we got some for just for the second at all or not? But no, just, no. that was that yeah. unreal. But no, like, like Paul said, there's some of those movements, and I know he's got a lot of stick on this podcast in recent weeks. But I thought Ronnie Stan, he was particularly brilliant in that second half. Some of, there was one run he had. I don't know if you remember it, Paul. There was one run he had. He picked it up, I think it was from a throw-in, and he took on about three or four of their players, got it into the box and got a crossing, and just as the striker, I think it was the Santos, couldn't get there. So he gets to the, to the far post, it ended up going, didn't yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I remember. It was, it was, that was just one period, yeah. but he seems to like sink into play better than he ever has done, the, you know, some of the passing well, moves going forward. Ronnie Stamm always plays better when he comes on as a substitute. Yeah. Yeah, well, that was the other thing, weren't it? I mean, we lost boys just before our time. Mm-hmm. It was seconds before, weren't it? And I, I was watching well, on TV, and the commentators were saying, "I don't understand. It looks like they're going to be making a substitution." You know, it must be tactical. They were saying, and I thought tactical. We're three minutes into stoppage yeah, time at the end of the first half. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah. he's, he's at a Saturday, isn't he? Is there? Well, yeah. he went off against Sunderland, didn't he, with, with, with the same problem? Well, I, th- I think, yeah, I think reversals after the game, it looks like he's out of Saturday at least, but I don't think it's too serious. But right, just a tweet. Yeah, so whether Ronnie Stamm comes in or AN other central oh, defender yeah, comes, comes in. <laughs> comes in. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Shannon, <coughs> if, he, if he turns up today or tomorrow, depending when you're listening to this, if he comes in, who knows, I don't know. Uh-huh. I, think, I think something else that's more interesting with last night's game is they always say that you don't want to concede anything just before half-time because it changes the team talk or just after half-time because it makes the team talk go out the window. Well, we lost the team talk because they had to substitute boys so there's a bit of going on, going on there. Um, and then straight after half-time we conceded the second but you know, we didn't go to pot. We absolutely dug in and, and started to rip them apart. It was fantastic. We did, we did. Um, passes. We had 200, they had 299 passes. And we had 529. Their accuracy was 65% and our accuracy was 82%. The, the thing is, and with those stats, you look at them, and they are brilliant, but that's been very similar to the games where we've lost. So, I, mean, I know, I've said, apart from maybe the possession's a bit lower, but I've seen having that pass completion better. It's about being effective up front, and, you know, if, you, yeah. if you've got that bit of confidence, mm. and it should be a bit, you know... I've not got it written down here, but the final third passing was, was interesting. Mm. They made more final third passes than that's what we do, but their accuracy in the final third was something like 60-odd yeah. percent, where ours was 73 percent, right. and perhaps that's where we were, like, the balls through to... Yeah. Uh, MacArthur for his goal, yeah. the ball to MacArthur again where he headed it to uh, Santos for DeSanto's goal. He was sensational MacArthur, I was quite happy with that, I don't mm. usually, I don't, every time I say a player's playing well at half time, they come out and they have an absolute stinker and get roped off, but I, I was saying to my mates at half time, I was just saying, he, he's unreal, uh, MacArthur, he's one of his best games, he's the only one who I thought come up with the first, first half with a lot of credit, and the second half I thought he was even better, he was, you know, he was soft and sort getting through. He was creating play himself, which is not usually that type of player, is he? And he's, yeah. I thought he was brilliant. We got on Strachan with her last night in the stands, and they were speculating that he was there to watch Charlie Adam, but I mean, obviously, being Latics fans, we know, know differently, don't we? And yes. I thought MacArthur, Caldwell, you know, he was looking at them Maloney, because that's 
that was a big contingent to Scotland International, <coughs> isn't it? What we have in our team. The big difference between James McArthur and Charlie Adam. I'd be very offended if I was James McArthur and Charlie Adam was being picked before me. I don't rate Charlie Adam at all. Right. Well, you said that three times, right? <laughs> <laughs> Golabar. He, he started last night, we mentioned before, in Espinosa. Uh, we've, we've already talked about James McArthur and what a, what, a, what a really good game he had. But I think those two had uh, good games as well. Mm. What did you, you make of them, Rob? Yeah, I thought uh, Golabar. He had a bit of a shaky start, one or two passes going astray, uh, didn't do anything wrong defensively, but after that, he, like Greg mentioned earlier, he was really solid, had a good game, and it looks, it looks like he might have a big future in the game. Touch of class about him, isn't there? Yeah, there is a touch of class. How old is he, 20, 21? He's only young, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. very early 20s. And you've got to remember, Stoke's one of the, you're going to get battered uh, physically in a Stoke game. The way they play, they're going to get a lot of balls, sort of, up forward quickly um, in the air, uh, and he dealt with them all that brilliantly. And central defenders, they, I mean, sometimes you look at right, uh, a winger or a striker and you think 22, 23, they should be playing first team football, but defenders seem to develop a little bit later, don't they? Mm-hmm. You think about top John Terry, who only really broke into the Chelsea team going into his mid 20s, didn't he? You know, he wasn't. Uh, as a, as a young kid, he wasn't in the week. Yeah, it appears to have an old shed on, uh, all that on young shoulders. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's a bit more intelligence playing central defender than there is playing winger. Yeah, right, if you're playing winger, it's you lose the ball. You're not going to concede the ball. Especially yeah. the way our defenders yeah. play as well. You've got to, you know, you can't just be tackling new fit. You've got to think about what you're doing. What do you think of Espinosa, Gareth? Well, I think he deserves a special mention after last night. I thought he played really well, certainly during the second half. He had a hand in both goals. The first goal, I think the pass that teed up. I know it was a great take by James McArthur. He took it well, but it was a superb weighted pass. It really was. Mm. He delivered the pass that James McArthur nodded into the penalty area for Franco to score the second goal. So, yeah, He, he did a lot of coverage as well, didn't he? He, he? he was going out to the left, he was coming to the right, he was he was dropping back, he was obviously supporting the strikers at every opportunity. He just seems so full of energy to me. He was, he uh, was, and I like his passing, some of his passing yeah. really good. Yeah. He wanted, like you said, <laughs> so full of energy, he wanted to be involved and wanted to play a big part in it, didn't he? and he I, did. I saw him playing for Honduras in the, in the Olympics, and he played just the same, He was just, that was his style of play. And, but then you think, oh well, Honduras, Olympic Games, different level, is he going to be able to translate that in, in, into Premier League football? And of the two showings that I've seen, against Sunderland and against Stoke, I'd say quite possibly, yeah. I think we've got a good signing, if I'm being honest. I'm quite excited about his future with us. Mm, I, I, a little bit, um, two sides of the coin there. When we've got the ball and we're pressing forward, I think he's brilliant so far. Um, I was a little bit doubtful. I mean, he picked up a, a yellow card steaming in, and all the video reels of him show him putting tackle after tackle in. And I, I think he's going to pick up a yeah, few bookings. I, I'm just Definitely. worried that not only will he pick up a few bookings, he'll pick up the odd red, mm. which can cost you dear. But yeah. I've been calling for that though. I think we've missed that sort of player. You know, mm. not like a Michael Brown, he was a lunatic once at times, but like, you know, someone who's not afraid to put the foot in. Yeah. So, you know, if he's going to do that, I've got no problem with that. I know he's going to give away the old foul, but. But it's his energy for me. Mm. You know, he, I was watching it with last night, and he said to me, and I, I thought, you're right here, he said, if Roger Espinosa had the technical ability of Jordi Gomez, 
he went to Stanford Wigan Athletic and had gone to Barcelona. Yeah. Because that would have been everything. Mm. Because he, he was he he's all round enthusiasm. And I'm not I'm not saying like your players, you know, have to be hundred mile an hour players and, and, and steam in all the time because then we're looking at like lower league football, aren't we? where you're expecting that. But it was just it was a spark that we needed. Last year I, I thought the spark that we needed last year was created by Sean Maloney when he'd come into the side around this time of the year and it gave us that little bit of edge that we hadn't have hadn't had earlier in the season. And it was just as though he I can see it in him somehow. I can see in him what Maloney sort of brought to I know Maloney's a quality player and I don't mean that. It's just that something different, something else. Mm. The spark. Not I'm not talking Autobots here or Transformers, but you know what I mean, the spark. Mm. You see something the lads You see something intangible on you that's just suggesting that yeah. we've got We've something's changed. We've got that click. We've got it's that got confidence. A, it's and got an energy level, that attitude, and I think, to be honest, it's infectious. I think it rubbed off on James MacArthur because he he played better yesterday than maybe it's because of that. Well, he's done an interview this morning on the official site, and, he, and he's saying he said I felt as as I played well, those around me came into the game, and he said, and then they played well, and that in, that encouraged me to be even better. So he was talking about. Like a real teamwork ethic mm. within it, you know, which I thought again was was a really positive mm. thing for him to be saying. I think I'm fitting well with that team, especially the two James. I think they'll work well as a three now. Mm. I, I, I was a bit dubious, but I didn't think anyone could come in and <laughs> you know disrupt what they've got really. But I think he can slot into that nicely. It's something different for, to them both. It alters our formation a little bit, though, doesn't it? Yeah. And then we think about Corny coming back mm. or, or where it's all going to move in. Because last night I thought De Santo played extremely well last night. Yeah, it was a more controlled game for him. Where over the past few weeks, he's been a little bit, his head's been gone for me, and he's he's been trying too hard, steaming in. Uh, last night, he was very controlled. I thought he had an excellent I thought, game. I thought he was going to come off because he was very tired and he got the head injury, which I think he's had a, is it say four stitches or something like I that. I might have done him some good actually. Um, but he was no, yeah. But he still didn't stop running, and you know that he said that's that's better. We're back. It was good mm. to see that with him, but. I was, I was surprised last of the night, I thought he was dead on his feet. <laughs> it was unlucky near the end, wasn't it, with that stretching? Oh, yeah, yeah, that was a great ball from Maloney, that one. Switching across then, yeah. Oh, not mention about McCarthy's effort too in the first half, just before half time when Boss was your wits, a, a thunderous cross about waist out, wasn't it? And McCarthy come blasting, and I thought it was at the back of the net, that. He caught it first time, didn't he? Yeah, Begovic made a couple of good saves too last night. Mm. Uh, but there's one against Maloney, he's going for the top mm, corner, yeah. and he just tips it over. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I think we've, overall, we've probably the better of it and deserve to win. It's weird, because I, th- I, yeah. I come away from Macclesfield with a win, feeling a bit disappointed with the performance, yeah. feeling like a loss, and then I come away from last night with a, from a draw, feeling like we've won. But we've played Stoke now twice, home and away. I feel we should have won both games, because we're the best of the team. You, th- you look at the league table, you look how many points they have, and you think, how's this? Mm. How on earth? You've got ten points more than us. Well, there's been a number of parallels drawn across <coughs> across the season, and I, I immediately thought back to the West Brom game last season where we battered them, but it finished one apiece. James MacArthur opening the scoring for us, and I thought if that leads on, last night leads on to the same things that West Brom game led on to. Next game after that, we went to Anfield and and won, and and then that was it. We were off and running, and I I I, I sensed. Like you're saying about the spark, I sensed that last night as well, mm. and I just, you know, absolutely dreading Saturday because every time I think we've got there, 
yeah. we, we, we just something falls apart what we need to do <laughs> is start the game two goals down no that is it though we need to that's, that, that's the thing we're missing we need to start games like that instead of just coming into it we did it against Sunderland when we were two goals down we started playing and we didn't get we didn't get a result we managed to get it yesterday but Southampton are going to be I reckon they're going to be a lot more focused and stalled Martinez should say to his players that thing that Jeffrey Boycott says in the cricket if you had two wickets onto your score it's yeah. immediately a worse score if he gets them in that frame of mind add two goals onto the score and then you're never quite safe but is there not an, is there not an element of this when a team goes two goals up is there not an element of them sort of sitting back a little bit giving us a little bit more room I think that was the case for Sunderland but yeah. I, don't, I don't think it was yeah. the case for Stoke no because we had some straight away yeah. I think we were the best yeah. side I don't think yeah. I, 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 don't, I think they just got confused yeah. they, they didn't they didn't sit back Stoke last night they kept going and then they were just confused they didn't we, know what to do they were just confused as I was going to be yeah. changed like that yeah. so I know I thought we, were just, we just outplayed them last night but I think well, we just need to that back I agree with you though, I spoke Sunderland, they definitely sat yeah. back didn't they, they, they uh, just protested what they had and, and defended it very well too. Could have pinched it near the end couldn't they, Jerome? Yes, that last ditch tackle of uh, yes. goal, that was an absolute crack, I was going to mention that if, if, if nobody else did. I'm not uh, saying that, I saw it from where yeah. I was, I, well, I thought it was a good tackle. And that was very late it. on, injury time even wasn't it, so mm. they could have nicked it in the end. They definitely also deserved it. <laughs> no, definitely not. Definitely not. And we got a bit of praise off to Tony Pulis as well after the game, which I, in his post-match interview, she said we were very good at keeping the ball. I mean, from him, it's spectacular praise. Aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yeah. So uh, well, we've got transfers and Southampton to talk about. So uh, I think we'll, while we've already mentioned Southampton, we'll move on to that if you don't mind and, and round up with the transfers. Okay. Um, we play Southampton on Saturday. Uh, we're going to win. We're going to win for one, just one reason. It's my birthday on Saturday. Oh, so right. oh happy birthday! birthday. Yes, yeah, Candlemas Day. Our Ground Dog Day is a quality in America, so uh, a recurring thing. And uh, Southampton. We've never played Southampton at all. This is the first time we'll ever play Southampton. So we played them twice before, 1986, on the 21st of January, 25th of January. Sorry, 1986 FA Cup. Peter Shilton was in the goals for them. We lost two 0 that would have been the fourth round uh, and then we obviously we played them on the 25th of August this year and we beat them 2-0 with uh, De Santo Corner bagging the goals in since then though they've had a change of manager haven't they quite a bit of a shock to most people the uh, Pochettino Poch 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 thank you Rob Pochettino's come in uh, doesn't speak a word of English uh, he's got them all playing one way or another they're not <laughs> sure uh, he's made a couple of signings, hasn't he? Has he? No, he's not made a couple. It was after the guy that is going to go to Liverpool, Coutinho. Oh, he's sad. He's gone through yeah, that. He, they were he was chasing him. Uh, so that, but he says he's quite happy with the squad that he's got. Uh, leading goal scorer Ricky Lambert, local lad, been around the lower leagues, hundred percent player, good arts on him, and he, he's doing the business, isn't he? Uh, not the fastest player in the world. And Jason Punchin is the second leading goal scorer uh, with five. A funny story about Jason Punchin. Uh, the last time they played a tournament televised game against Everton, he left the pitch for five minutes while he went and had a poo. <laughs> and when he returned, when he returned to the field of play, 
Um, he, he was checked by the uh, assistant officers to make sure he'd, he'd cleaned his hands and there was no stains in the back of his shorts. Oh. <laughs> and when he come onto the pitch, uh, all the Southampton fans started to sing, we know where you've been, we know where you've been, Jason Punching, you've been for a shit. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and he did not. And he on TV or something? And well, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, uh, and, and the camera focused on his face and he had a big beaming smile, so obviously that's what that's where he'd been. <laughs> Well, he, he looks an art decent player, Punchin. He's a good player. Art decent, yeah. Did they he, add, he's sorry. a lot of people, wasn't he, for a while. That's he, it, he, yeah. He did well for them. Yeah, yeah. Did they add stoppage time on for that incident? No, because he left it, the pit and yeah, everybody else carried on. Oh, right. <laughs> it's happened before that. I remember someone didn't come out and start a second half once. I'm, I won't be able to tell you who. I'll find, yeah. I'll find out. Yeah. That's what his podcast is. Yeah. <laughs> the oh, shitty football wants to make it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 left any uh, oh. They're not the best team away from, from St. Mary's, and we've already beaten them at St. Mary's. They've won two games, they've drawn three, and they've lost six on the travels, with 15 goals for and 26 against. Now, we've only scored 15 at home as well this season, so and we've conceded 25, so our own form is, is, is not too dissimilar from, to their away form. So, in a way, for me, it points to it being a, a it could end up being a draw, but I don't think it is. I think we're going to, I think we're going to get about some. How do you see it, Dan? I think this is, as we say, it's another important game. It's that old cliche, they're all important from now to the end of the season. How many games are left? About 14, 15? Something like that. But we should be targeting this one for three points because it's a proper six-pointer. It's a six-pointer, even though they don't exist. But it is a six-pointer. <laughs> they don't exist six-pointers. Mathematical bollocks. I've heard them escalated to nine-pointers these days. Someone referred to the Newcastle Villa game as a nine-pointer. A nine-pointer? What's that for inflation? I don't have no idea. Because of goal difference and what have you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, what, what do you think then on Saturday? How do you see it? Uh, what team will we put out? I think uh, you're looking at similar to last night. I know Boyce picked up his injury, stroke of half time. So Boyce will be out. Probably it? bring yeah. Stam in, like Greg said earlier. He had a very good second half. Uh, looked very busy. Text players on. I think we've got to. There's no doubt about it. We've got to go for the win Saturday because. We, we keep doing okay away from home, like Fulham, got a point there, got a point at Stoke, and then we get to home games where we should be winning and faltering, and then the, the, this is where we, we've got to pick our points up um, for, for the rest of the season. Mm. Who, who do you see as the danger man? Uh, Lallana, I think he's due back this Saturday. I think he's the, yes. he's the key man for me, no. Lallana, like Ramirez. So you think what about Rodriguez? He's not. He's been in and out of the team, and yeah. he's a bit uh, frustrated from what I can gather. Big money signing, one say as yeah, well. Yeah, paid about six million pound for him, didn't they? Gareth, what, uh, what do you think of Saturday? Any? Do you, do you see us having any problems with them? Or well, as you know, I like to keep a track on the form of the teams. Did you know they haven't lost since the twenty second of December? Oh, I didn't. They're no. unbeaten in the last six games, Southampton. Right. Premier League games, that is. They lost in the cup, of course. I think they, they got beat by Chelsea, didn't they? 5 1. 5 um, 1, was it? Yeah, 5 1. They've drawn 5 and they beat Villa uh, of the last six games. I've beat Villa. They've yeah. not lost since the 22nd of December when Sunderland beat them 1 0 down at Southampton. Right. 
So the Jew. The Jew. <laughs> the Jew. Uh, so the, the Jew. Jew. The Jew. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, when you look at the position of the table, it's obvious they must have picked some points up because they seemed dead and buried at one, mm. at one stage, didn't they? They did. Uh, they did. And obviously, um, Atkins got him turned around a little bit, didn't he, before he, he, yeah. he, he was shown the door. <clears> so. Well, they, they opened up, didn't they, with a nightmare set of fixtures. So or, or, when, you, when you look at the table and you think, right, we'll pick up points in that game, this game, that game, all the games where, where you'd look and you think, right, we'll write that one off, we're all top-loaded for Southampton. Yeah, the first six games was against mm. the top six farm teams mm. the previous season, including us, weren't they? Mm. Yeah. Um, picks up, but like I was saying earlier, it, it's looking like we clicked yesterday, we need to carry that on. Mm. And, and if we carry that on, we'll be fine, but I'm scared we won't. I think we're all scared, aren't we? Well, like, oh, wow, yeah. you know, it's, like, it's like Dan was saying earlier, we need to be 2-0 down to start playing. When, yeah, when it really, you know, it's what Ferguson's done for years. United have won titles off the back of going out and playing nonsense games. Like, they, that United would not go to Fulham on a Wednesday and, and drop three points. Or QPR on a wet Tuesday and, and, and draw 0-0. They, they, they go in there like this game is the game that decides the title. And, and we need to pick up that mentality. When it really does matter, we go out there and steam it, but, you know. Yeah. We've already said, aren't you, about the mm. cup finals. Every game's a cup final, mm. though. And he said that last year, and they played every but game like a cup one, final. You, know, you, you should be saying that on the opening day of the season, yeah. play it like it's yeah. a cup final, yeah. but we never do. No. But, you know, it's starting to get to the point where you, you're not trying to convince somebody that every game's a cup final, and they're sat there going, yeah, there's 37 games to go, yeah. They sat there going, well, actually, you're right. And, and that genuine sort of proper jeopardy that starts to creep up, it suits us because we play better. It's like going into an exam, isn't it? Mm. Right at the beginning you think, ah, I've got plenty of time to revise. But the closer it comes you think, oh, I better start revising. And then you cram it all in in the last two days or so. Mm. <laughs> it's a like terrible three. analogy. <laughs> <or so. laughs> no, you're right, once it gets real, then you, you, you shape up. Um, yeah. You know, you find that extra edge, and, and that's what... But as you said before, there are 38 games in a Premier yeah. League season. You well, should, should start in August you or should September, be whenever doing it is. that in all of them, absolutely right, but... Yeah. Well, we're good thing. enough to do start in August, weren't we? Because mm. we saw that at the end of the season. We, we are, we're good enough we to have done that. We particularly bad at the start, weren't we, the first few oh. years. We were against Chelsea. Well, Chelsea was all right. We were against Southampton. We did. So We've been all right in, in most games. We've got the, the wrong end of the stick on, on far too many occasions. I, I, don't know, I, th I think, I think, unlike, I think we are probably where we deserve to be. Yeah. On account of some performances, because we have been particularly bad in some games. I Defensively, think. we've been shocking in some games. I don't, I don't, I mean, I know we've had some injuries and whatnot, but I think, yeah, now is the time to keep on, isn't it? Yeah. It's getting that settled defence, though, isn't it? Yes. For, for you to build your team on. So that. We've not it, had that. We've not. Um, and like with Ramis now being out, I mean the question is who's you know who's uh, who's coming in, isn't it? Alcaraz. Alcaraz. Well, um, hopefully, I think the Paul Scherner deal is set to get sorted today. Is it? Well, there we are. Which is deadline day? Sorry, Wednesday yeah. it'll be, won't it? Yeah. Hopefully, Thursday. that gets over the line, then he'll come in. But whether he'll start or not, I don't know. You know, really stick stamming. Where's Alcaraz come back in? I don't know. I yeah. thought um, I, I called the team selection right last night, apart from getting it wrong. But bringing in um, bringing in Lopez 
in, into the back three to allow Boyce to play wide right. He didn't. He brought goal about. Goal he, he played on. He played on. Lopez. He's, I, th- I think from in terms of the. I think I think it'll be a bit Lopez in terms of league. I don't know. But he he was ahead of Golabar in the pecking order and, yeah. and went fit last time, and he played on Saturday as well. So you thought, aye, aye, is he back to fitness and mm. available for selection? He wasn't even on the bench, was he last night? No, no. But actually, the two Golabar and Lopez, having seen Golabar play the last two games, for me, I'd put him in before before I put Lopez. In. I won't play them together because I don't think there's enough experience between them. No, no. But uh, if they had to throw one of them in... You can't move Caldwell or Figueroa, can you, at the moment? No, no, no. It's just well, well, another player. For me, Figueroa is a knocking bet at the moment for player of the season. Mm. Yeah, I think McCarthy's been up there, but I think he's mm. just gone off the boil a bit in the last few games. Mm. I'm, I'm sure he'll pick it back up. He's a quality player. And he's, he's, he's all the attention from, yeah. from uh, Arsenal and what have you. Yeah, I mean, he's... Yeah. Maybe, you know, whether it is going to affect him in a good way, I don't know, you know, in terms of how well I'm impressed and hopefully Arsenal will come in. Because I think, he, I think he might be ready this summer. I don't think he was ready this last summer to go. Whereas this summer, he's shown glimpses this season where he's been absolutely brilliant. Mm. He's been a, a, another class. He's maturity for his age. Well, he's got, he's got, a, he's got, he's yeah. got six, got how many more months at least to go with Wigan. I'm not saying he's going in the summer, but he's got how many more months to go with us. I'm sure he'll, he's a professional player and he, he, he's got his head on the game and he'll... He'll give it his all, so but I think he's been a right player of the season so far. Mm. Anyway, I'm back track, off track there, but yeah, this Saturday I think it's a must win. I hate the phrase, but it is. Yeah. I think we have to win it. It's as much a must win for Southampton as well, isn't it? So yeah, I, th- I think they'll take a point. I yeah, think, I think, I, think yeah. I, don't, like, yeah. I, don't, I won't take a point though. I won't look at it and say, oh yeah, as long as they're not getting points, I think we have to be winning. Well, we need we need it to. to uh, I mean, we beat them. We're level on points with them, aren't we? If we can beat them four 0 we'll actually. Go above them on uh, <laughs> on goal difference. When was our last league win at all? We'll be level, but we'll score Ready. more goals, won't we? Yeah, yeah, it was. We're on minus it's eighteen, time, and Southampton are on minus ten. They play Manchester United though tonight, yeah, Manchester yeah. United, so yes. that's probably set to change. That's why I said four. All right. Yeah, <laughs> that, 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 it's going out tomorrow. This. Almost thinking. I lost my train of thought there. <laughs> yeah. Referee on Saturday. Ooh, Mr. Friend. He's back oh, again. Not again. Yeah, oh, yeah. How many times? You know, a friend of mine. Oh, that's him. Oh. Yeah. The postman. Postman jokes. Oh. Sorry, I've not got any prepared for He's always to the letter of the law. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll not bother with that. No. I don't like him either. The, sh- the referee's just terrible. I nearly said they were shit then, but, you know, they are, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they all hate us. Yeah, it's just They're all rubbish. The best referee for me is Mike Dean. Well, when you look at the games that we've won throughout the the seasons, uh, Sheffield United away, who was referee? Mike Dean. United at home, who was referee? Phil oh, Dowd. But <laughs> 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 well, generally, it's Mike Dean, you know. West Ham at home, that's what I was thinking about. We'll be, we're 2-0 down, and we'll be some 3-2, Mike Dean. So he's my, he's my man, Mike Dean, Dino, from the world. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, what do we think of Southampton as a club? I like them, if I'm being honest, but what they've done to Nigel Atkins, I hope they sink without a trace. Mm. Uh, it's just uh, the way they've been. As for the fans, uh, you know, it's uh, unfortunately, they're, they're like QPR and they're no bad feelings against QPR fans, but I hope they sink without a trace as well. It's just the way the clubs are being run. I, li- I like QPR's team as well, I think the, the way they play football, it's, it's a bit more direct than us, but <laughs> I, I, don't, I, don't, I think they've got a decent style. Under Nigel Atkins, I don't know what this, this model's doing now, but... Yeah, you mean Southampton? 
Sorry, I don't know why QPR plays all, no. Sorry, Southampton, the way QPR... Southampton play, they're a bit more direct than those, but I think the way... I like the way they use them. You know, the wingers, like Jason Punchin, I think he's a brilliant player, and they've got some really good... When he's not having a shit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) When he can be asked. Oh! Yeah. Shows a clean pair of heels, doesn't (laughs) (laughs) it? He's a trail in his wake. Oh, shit off a shovel here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they're a good, yeah they're a good side, aren't they? They're a good side, Southampton mm-hmm. to watch. They're like an attractive side to watch. Nice mm-hmm. kit as well, little pinstripe white, sense. red yeah. and white. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I can't believe you sat here going on about how nice Southampton's kit is. <laughs> <coughs> well, I'm going to let Gareth say something, but I'm going to mention nice kits in a minute. Because I've just remembered something. As I was saying before about the recent four, the last six games, I think we've got to give them credit. They've drawn with Everton, yeah. 0-0. They've drawn at Chelsea, two apiece. They've drawn 1-1 with Arsenal at Southampton. Played well in that three, game. That's the last three games. Yeah. So, they're they're a form, playing well. A bit of form, though. But I watched the Everton game, and it, that wasn't a very good game at all, and Everton were awful that day. They were awful, uh, but I mean, they might have been awful because Southampton made them awful. You know, no, I, I, I can't judge Southampton negatively on that. I thought that they should have won that. <laughs> they, were, they had anything about them again. They should have won it. Everton were terrible. Yeah. They were, they were yeah, worst. Baines was bad, league. wasn't it? Yeah. That, worst I've seen Baines play. So I mean, I think because I know I've come out with a lot of praise Southampton, saying, "Oh yeah, they restricted Everton to this." They didn't, you know, they were creating chances. They should have beaten them. If you, you, if you get a side playing that bad at your ground, you know, you can't not beat them. Especially yeah. when you're the position there. No. no. We didn't beat Fulham though, did we? Oh no, yeah, we're guilty. I'm not saying it's just, just them, but... Anyway, shall we have a, a, a prediction round then? We'll start off with Greg, we'll, we'll go anti-clockwise. I think we'll go 2-0 up, and then we'll concede with about 20 minutes to go, and we'll be breaking ourselves until the 94th minute, and then Mr Friend will blow up and... The great escape will play over the Tannoy system, we'll all be happy again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a bit more in depth of prediction, that will be first, what's going to happen. <laughs> so it's 2 1 from Greg. 1 0 to us. You know, that's, uh, that's positive this, this I know, like, few weeks. I keep being positive and I keep looking like a tit, so I'm <laughs> <laughs> trying to be a bit more realistic. Oh. <laughs> fair dues, fair dues. You get carried away, it's yeah. dead easy. Gareth, what do you think? At half time last night, I feared the worst, but after the second half performance, the attitude's changed. 2 0 Wigan. 2 0. Mm. Yeah, I, I'm buoyed by the second half performance, and uh, yeah, I've got a positive feeling again. I, I'm going to go for a 3 1 victory. 3 1. <laughs> Excellent. Dan? I'm going to go for a 3 2, and I think we'll go two goals down. <laughs> And then we'll come back. Right. Well, I'm going to go 4 0, because I've already said it before. Put us above them in the league. Happy birthday. Happy birthday from all the last six players. It's a big buzz here. And uh, yeah, we'll be up to 16th that evening, I think. Dizzy Arts. Yeah, Dizzy Arts of 16th. Assuming that nobody else picks points up tonight or on Saturday. Who's really got this weekend? I don't know who they've got, actually. Are they aware? I think they're aware. 
Well, I thought I, was, I, I mean when we said nice kids before, it just reminded me of Bocelli's sound for Palmer or something. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. playing the pink, pink aren't they? yeah, yeah, lovely, yeah, Bocelli and pink, pretty pretty pink. Suit, 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 yeah. 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 So talking of uh, <coughs> my role, he's gone to Palmer, hasn't he? He's Palermo. Uh, is it? I don't know. Somewhere yeah, in Palermo. 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 A bad player, and he's not. He's never. I've never, never accused him of not putting any effort in. He's just not fitting into this game. No, he's no, not. He's and not. you know, and it's, it's it's not worked for him. So no. Yeah. But uh, as the majority of people will be listening to this on Thursday, it's obviously transfer deadline day, and uh, we've had a few rumours knocking about offer, uh, and we're just going to put them out and see if any of them come true. <coughs> okay. So uh, Rob's Rob's. I, I asked online for anybody to come up with the most ludicrous or outrageous yeah. one and nobody I had some real good names but nobody matched this I mean I had Pelle Johan Cruyff Diego Maradona but nobody has come up with anything to beat Rob's yeah. this, this is hot off the press from about an hour and 15 minutes ago something along that, that lines not sure the amount of truth in it uh, but it's Charles and Zobbia returning to Wigan in a £5.5 million deal plus add-ons uh, and apparently he's due in Wigan for a medical in the morning. <laughs> Can we get some circus music playing over the top of this? <laughs> but I can't, I can't see it. Wedges, I think, will be a stumbling block. I think he's probably, what, on for what, 40k a week? Yeah. Probably, yeah. probably yeah, one of their top earners, yeah. isn't he? Well, yeah. He's going to take no pay rise to leave. He's not going to take a pay rise to come mm. back and still be within our structure, yeah. given that he had to leave to get what he wanted in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. Once you've tasted the green, you never go back. There's other so, fights as well, like you mentioned before, about would Villa sell to a relegation round yeah. because what if he, you know, he was a turning point? Yeah. Strange things have happened. Like so that. on the truth or bollocks scale, is this leading towards the, the I, I'll total give bollocks? Him, I, I'll, yeah. that, that was the first words that we made. <laughs> I, I, I'll give you a pair of plums. Yeah. Where, where the sauce was, uh, that was my first reaction. But yeah. You know what's going to happen though, we're all going to say bollocks now and then by the time everyone's listening to this at 10 o'clock in the morning it's going to be all over the sky. When it's Christopher Parks, we'll have some like tits on. I think it's best none of us predict that one. Uh, <laughs> well, we could do it, let's go on the basis. We'll say it's bollocks, and then we'll say, yeah, we think it's not going to happen. And yeah. Then yeah. Let's put happens. Do you two edits this? Two versions. Yeah. <laughs> <Two burgers. laughs> uh, seems like a definite. Is, is Paul Shana coming in? It seems, that seems like a definite. He's actually uh, been quoted in Germany as saying, he's, I'm off to Wigan to help with the relegation fight, and I'm back in. Hamburg in the summer, so uh, loan deal. Luke's and Roberto himself. Did he not leave because he didn't like relegation fights? Yeah, but and um, money <laughs> and mm. a different challenge. It's the old arch thing, isn't it? He, he's arch in, in the last. I mean, he's as mad as an atter. Mm. I think he's a, a sucker for a lost cause. He probably looks on us as a bit of a lost cause in a way, won't it? You know, he, really, he lost interest and went, which is fair enough. Yeah. Jewel um, didn't. didn't think he could do any more, so he left. If he's coming back, he thinks he's got something to offer. I, th- I can't see. I can't see. I don't mean back. Yeah. Yeah. We need to bolster it. I mean, I'm a squad member. He's fantastic. He can fill a few positions. As long as he doesn't start kicking off and demanding to be in the midfield, and we've already no. got three decent centre Well, four. Good morning. Yeah, so, Sh- so it looks like Shana could be coming for on, on a bit of a loan deal. Mm. Mm. 
And uh, we've been living with this guy in uh, in Mexico, aren't we? Uh, Winger. Ecuadorian. Je Jefferson Montero. Montero. I, I think strengthening the wing backs is yeah. going to be useful. Yeah. His middle name's Antonio. The last Ecuadorian we had with the middle name Antonio wasn't too bad, was it? It was that right? Right? Yeah, it was all right. <laughs> he could play a bit. He could play a bit, yeah. <laughs> he can make us as much money as him as well, that would be good. Yeah. <laughs> Antonio Radalega. The rumour is we've offered three million, but they want five, so I don't know. But he's only signed for them at the end of last season. Yeah. He's been at uh, Villarreal. I think yeah. my prediction for Betis tomorrow well. is I think we'll get. Did he play Betis on loan last year? He as did, well. yeah. Yeah, he played at Betis. Mm. And they're, they're in, also interested in taking him back. So. Well, these Becchio rumours won't go away. I've heard he's going to Norwich. Mm. That's the latest yeah, ones I've heard about yeah, Becchio. Yeah, They've got uh, the swap deal with, for Steve Morrison uh, plus cash. Well, Steve Morrison, I like him. Yeah. I like that Morrison. So that's yeah. most likely destination for yeah. him. I think Wheels are coming off Norwich, if I'm being honest. Uh, I yeah, I think they're good enough, I don't think. They're bottom in the farm table, aren't they, at the moment? Are they? Mm. Yeah. Uh, I, th I think they're good enough to just go for a bad patch. Yeah. Yeah. So what were you going to say? You yeah, sorry, I think, my, I think we will spend a bit of money on one player, who it is. Chelsea's over here, I see, mm. yeah. But I've, I wouldn't be surprised if we get three in, including Sharna. Including Sharna, yeah. There's been a lot of talk of this lad at Barnes and the Stones. John Stones. John Stones. Um, oh, didn't he do the bitter? <laughs> he did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds a bit weepy. No, I, I, can't, I can't see that happening if we get in China. No, well, he we played last night as well. Yeah. So Surely we won't get two defenders in. No, unless he's one for. He's only a kid. Maybe, he's maybe. He's but I think, I think we need to buy for now, don't we? Yeah. Summer's the time you buy for the future and build. I think January's the time you fix your squad and. You know, I'll be surprised. I think. I think I think we're going to spend a decent amount of money on whether it be a winger or a striker. I don't know. So you think not a striker? A striker. Uh, not, maybe not. Sorry, a striker. We've got Enrique. Sorry, a winger. Someone who has a bit of flair. You know, mm. some obviously we probably didn't properly replace Victor Moses. We thought we had with Miachi, but no. it's not really worked out with him, has it? With his no. ankle. And do you think there's any truth in this uh, about us just trying to send him back and get Jenkinson in his place? Um, I don't know. That was in the paper today. He said he, he he did say the other week, didn't he, Roberto, that he's, he don't want to send Rio back. So I don't know. I don't. It says, says on Vital Football. I know because I posted it myself. That's the greatest quote uh, in the history of the podcast. For a bit of an exchange <laughs> with Carl Jenkinson, is it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, Sending him back to Arsenal because he's cropped. He's cropped. Is he cropped? He's uh, he's a while off. That's what Roberto keeps saying. So he's very cagey with his thinking. I mean, Alcaraz is set to be back this week, but we've not heard much about that. So first week in February, said didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Well, he said last week in December as well. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Well, well, I remember James McCarthy saying, you know. Um, you know, one of the post-match interviews. He's joined in the training, aren't yeah. Oh yeah, yeah he's been training since January, early January. Um, Alcaraz, so he's back, he's not injured anymore, it's just a case of him being match fit. And to be fair, if he's been out since Forest, he's, you know, he's not played a proper game of football since then. He's, he's gonna, he's he needs a pre-season, though, yeah, under his belt. He needs, to be, yeah. he needs to get back up to speed, especially yeah. he's coming in at the business end of the season. It's not like he's at the start yeah. of the season, is he? So he, he, we can't just throw him in at the deep end if he's not ready. We've got the cup tie. Again, though, what are you risking getting another injury in a cup tie and all this? Well, we don't have him at the moment, do we? So. Yeah. We've not had him since September, have we? 
Oh. Well, we've not had him around his fit at the same time or available at the same time yet, have we? Apart from Chelsea and. Uh, no, they weren't. Were they not? They swapped over. Because one was injured, Alcaraz was injured coming into the season, Ramis played, then Ramis was suspended or, or injured and they, they, they jinxed over. Yeah, he's, he's, I think we're going to lock in the defen- defensive areas. We've got, to be fair though, we've got, I think we've got, we've got a big thing here, a big, a big range of centre-backs, haven't we? So it's not like we've suffered a great deal, we've always had someone to fill in. Yeah, the cover's coming back, isn't it? With Lopez showing fitness, Golobart stepping in. You know, um, ben Wat- how far away is Ben Watson? He's a while, I think. He's still miles away. Mm-hmm. So, how, how, how long's Corny off for now? Another two, well, three. Well, he's playing tonight, isn't he? They were drawing 2 2 when I left. Yeah, the three, though, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, so he'll be back. I don't know. A few weeks off, maybe the week after the FA Cup or the week before. Yeah. Well, it's not that no, long, not there, is it? Before. So, Striker's not uh, a priority then, is it? Because I was thinking if he's going to be back another four weeks. What have we got? Something happens to. Uh, Franco would hack it, don't we? Yeah, we've got Enriquez. But I suppose he's on trial, isn't he? Really? Mm, it's not. He's in this. I mean, I thought it was brilliant when he came on against Sunderland. Mm. <laughs> I thought against uh, Macclesfield, he, he didn't really do much, but then again, he probably didn't get the service he wanted. No. So. Yeah. I think yeah. he's a good player, though, obviously, if he's at Man United. Yeah, he was at Man United. He was at uh, college now, how that go? Bebe. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he's, still, he's still there, isn't he? Is he? How much did he pay for him? Seven, was it seven? They're trying to get him off yeah. the books, aren't they? But Mikado, no he was a... Mikado. Yeah, he was a... They're trying to get him off the books as well, aren't they? Right, maybe they're not all. Very positive. Right, right. What was that? Chadwick, he was at United too, wasn't he? Oh, they have some shit players, I get it. Yeah, he was at the Vino as well. Darren Ferguson. He played for United, didn't he? Alex Ferguson's son. Before he went Wrexham. He did, yeah. Nepotism. Yeah. Right, so anyway, we'll see if our, our little uh, predictions come come true uh, next week. Personally, I hope we get three players in. Defender, do nicely. The yeah. wide man. And uh, a utility player. I'd be happy too, but I think three United three. Dan, what are you going for? Who to bring in? Yeah. I'd like us to bring in... I think I'm saying Sean has probably done deal. Yeah. I've, I've no inside information, but from what I've seen, and I'd like to see us bring an attacker in as well. Actually, a sort of attacking midfielder. Just put my glasses on for a second. <laughs> I know where you're going with this. <laughs> it's Paul Sherner. <laughs> it's Paul Sherner, is he? <laughs> All you need is blue hair. <laughs> I knew that's where you were going then. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, picture that. I can be the icon with the podcast. Rob, what do you think? What are you looking for tomorrow? Oh, centre half, definitely. Right. And then like everyone else has said, probably, you know, maybe a wild man or somebody who's going to get you a few goals, add a bit of flair to the team. Right. Um, plus Shana. Plus Shana. Gareth, what are you looking for? I think Rob's got it. Yeah. Got the priorities spot on the centre half is first and, and, and a wide man yeah Paul wide man wide man so, somebody to push yeah then flanks we've already said it haven't we yeah. said our bit right anyway that's it so knock it on the head uh, it's a good night from Paul Sharner that's me this then I'm feeling the same <laughs> and it's a good night from us thank you thank you thank you sure. <laughs>
Es war um 1780 und es war irgendwie nur Plastikmoney, denn die Modebanken gegen ihn. Woher die Schulden kamen, war wohl jeder Mann bekannt. Er war ein Mann der Frauen, Frauen liebten seinen Punk. Er war ein Superstar, er war so populär, er war zu exaltiert, genau das war sein Flair. Er war ein Virtuose, war ein Rocky Doll und alles auf noch hatte Captain Rock mit Oh, 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 oh,